It's the first Monday of the leap year month and Dawn and Steve are here to take you out of your weekend. Dawn's celebrating, she's in pink. So let's start out with the good news in the Devo. To get the Devo, you just need to text those four letters, D-E-V-O, to 800-555-7898. Most mornings, you know, I have very, very strong intentions as to why I wear a certain color. Most, not all. Some okay. mornings it's autopilot, whatever's clean and hanging. Today, it's because I do believe we're going to get to finally celebrate our bosses birthday oh good therefore i had to wear the celebratory color which always pink for you is pink yes um you just got dressed i I just (laughs) grabbed a clean shirt this is what was hanging in the closet this morning no shame in that i yeah so i'm saying like some days it's just now i honestly had a a shirt i wanted to wear but it was black and i thought if we're gonna celebrate (laughs) scott's birthday and i wear black no he he'll know i mean he's worked with me long enough he'll say really for my birthday you're wearing black no 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 so I take wanted, that argument away from him. That's right. Yep. I had to make sure that I was wearing my celebration color so we can celebrate his birthday. Hopefully, I uh, that is what I think is on the agenda a little bit later today after meetings. After the and, meeting. Yeah, all the things that are happening on our calendar. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. It's like this silver lining amongst all the busyness of the day. And every morning, the show's a silver lining for me. Because I just love that we get to do what we do. Well, I enjoy that as well. And one of the fun things about a Monday morning is we get to find out what happened uh, over the weekend in your life and in your life. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of curious. Maybe you did something special over the weekend. Maybe you had a big cele- a reason to celebrate, to pull out the pink, the blue, the whatever your favorite uh, celebratory color is. Love to know how you celebrated this weekend or if you had a, a big highlight in some way, 800-555-7898. Mm-hmm. Or you could text that number to get a copy of the Devo. Oh, yes. Or you could text that number to uh, get your Bible question in line because coming up about two hours from now, a little Bible Q&A time. I hope that you have been thinking through a question and you'll get that in. Now, Dr. Rydelnik is out today. I'm just going to give you a heads up. That's okay. He's got a conference or something. And so our dear friend from across the pond, Dr. James Patrick, is join us, joining us. And both of these gentlemen just have such a way with the scriptures. Yeah. Get that question in. You're so right, Steve. 800-555-7898. And we'll hang on to that. And then even if you have to step away from the radio... You can go back later. The Moody Radio app is free. You can stream online. You can go to donandsteve.org, all the ways. And you can still hear your question answered. We got you. That's right. Well, I'm kind of curious Mm -hmm. because a moment ago I was saying, hey, we'd love to know how your weekend was. And you started laughing. I I started laughing. I did because I was thinking about some of the things my mom said because I went to see mama this. We had a full weekend per usual and I went to see mom. That was part of the the busyness of it. And you know, my mom has dementia. Yeah. We have the same conversation over and over. Sure. But I'm prepared for that. Like, I know this is going to happen. And she apologizes every time. Now, Don Ray, you probably told me this, but what are you eating? Those kinds of things. Yeah. And I was thinking about some of the things she asked me about work because you were, I was just talking about the silver lining of, of the show and it made me think of what mom asked me and said, and that made me smile. So I'll have to tell you about that. Okay. Well, we'll get to that maybe in a little bit, but right now we want to get to the book of Mark 
as we take a look about, uh, about what it would look like to seek Jesus. Mm, what is on your agenda today? That's the big question. What's the intention of this fifth day of February? Here's what Mark 136 says, And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. Simon and those who were with him searched for him. Simon Peter, bless him. <laughs> you love him or you're suspect of him. But if you really look at Simon Peter's life, you can't help but appreciate him. I think there's a little Simon Peter in all of us because he's well known to us for his foolish extemporaneous statements throughout the Gospels. And there, here's a few of them. Matthew 16, 22, Matthew 17, 4, Matthew 26, 33. But Peter was also always seeking after Jesus. Peter followed Jesus from afar during the night of Jesus' crucifixion, Matthew 26, 58. But he was still following Peter ran to the tomb when he heard Jesus had risen, Luke 24, 12. Peter swam in the sea because he was in such a hurry to get to Jesus in John 21, 7. He even walked on the water because he wanted to join Jesus, Matthew 14, 29. Peter, he didn't always say the right thing. He didn't always do the right thing. But he did constantly seek to be with Jesus. And because of this, he was continually encountering his Lord and growing to be more faithful as a disciple. Whenever we see Peter coming to Jesus, he's always accompanied by others. So he's bringing others to Jesus as well. He's seeking Jesus and he wanted others to seek him too. So what are you known for? When others would think about you and your life, I ask my myself this question quite often. How would people eulogize you? What do they know you best for? Do you seek after fame or power, success? What about happiness? Do you seek after these things? Or are you known as a person who seeks after Jesus? God promises, you seek me and you're going to find me. Search for me with all your heart. Jeremiah 29, 13. Did you begin today with an intent on encountering Jesus? Is your search for him just half-hearted? Are you just checking a box this morning? Or are you seeking him with all your heart? Have others grown closer to Jesus because you have followed him and you've set an example? You've shown them how to seek after Jesus. If your heart is set on pursuing him, you're always gonna find him. Scripture says that, you can count on that. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him who hears say, come. And let him who thirsts come. Revelation 22:17. So what is the intent of our day? Is it half-hearted or is it truly seeking after Jesus? Devo, that's the key word if you want us to text you the link. Devo, D-E-V-O, 800-555-7898. Let us know about your weekend. 800-555-7898. It is, it, there's a couple of things on Monday mornings that I really do love. One of them is our time talking about the word, taking those questions. Dr. Michael Rydelnik, usually with us, 8 o'clock Central. Uh, he won't be today, but Dr. James Patrick graciously saying, I'll step in because Dr. Rydelnik had to be away. But anytime you get those questions in about the Bible, it's just, I don't know, I, I find that fun to talk yeah. about. And then to hear about your weekend, whether it was a challenging weekend or one to be celebrated in in ways because, you know, it was it was just kind of peaceful or fun 
We want to experience all of this together. So 800-555-7898. Plus, I get to hear what happened in the Hiller household over the weekend. Well, uh, not tons. But one thing, we had friends over on uh, Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And I think that every so often we just need to invite people to our house. Oh, yeah? Why? Because that's when the house gets cleaned and things get done. Same. Oh, same. I, I had a friend years ago who used to schedule a big party. Every year in the spring, and because that would be his <laughs> thing, good. that would get his, you know, and and he had really nice backyard, so that was the thing that would cause him to get the uh, yard ready for the summer done. and then get it mm-hmm. all done. I'm like, I, I get it because we had friends coming. We're like, okay, we got to get this done, this done, this done, and uh, yeah, by the time two hours, everybody does their job. We're like, man. Looks like a new house. I love it. Why don't it. we do this all the time? That's what Ben and I would say. Why do we not do that? But it's the same. We'll invite friends over just so that everything gets clean. Now, he, we had, um, there was a big youth thing in town over the weekend. Right. And so there was some cursory cleaning done, but evidently in the middle of it, because they were upstairs in the bonus room area, then um, Ben went upstairs to check on, like, it's Hannah's bathroom. And he said, in the middle of it all, he just full on scrubbed it because I left and went to my mom's. He was on full host duty. You left him. Yep. With a whole bunch of kids crashing it, at your house. It only it, so it was a group of young men, uh-huh. eighth grade boys, and we only had four and two leaders. So it ended well, up being not, not that huge of a group. Yeah. And he was all about it because I asked. I said, "Hey, this I need to go to mom's," and he's like, "Absolutely, go. I got this." And he did. I mean, he made him breakfast. He made his famous lasagna for dinner. He he was just the hostess with or the host with the most over the weekend. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I'm glad he only had that uh, many. I was talking to somebody at church yesterday who mm-hmm. also hosted, and uh, they had 13 mm-hmm. at one point. Another family had 21. Yes. I don't know where you fit them all. You yes. must have a big house to have 21 <laughs> additional people crashing at your place. You do have to kind of put the groups where the space is, yeah. for sure. And some folks do have bigger square footage. And I know one family uh, at at your church hosted for years because they had the capacity to have the bigger groups. And as I looked where Hannah was and she had quite the big group, you just use the space that you have as well. And so I I just love that. So, so good to see everybody come together and make that weekend happen. Yeah. It's also kind of fun because all those kids from our church, they all sat together. They don't usually do this, but all sat together in the same section of the sanctuary yesterday morning at church and the the room, if you would have walked in, it would have felt lopsided. Yeah, because there's so many kids on that one side, which Not is fun. great to see. It is great to see. I I listened to because I was traveling back from mom's. Um, I was listening to the sermon so that I would know what they were hearing because the the gentleman who preached that weekend shared at church yesterday okay, at our nice. church. So it was good to hear. And we're still in the Book of James, and he he went there too. Always, always good to listen to the Book of James. And then prayerfully to live it out. Yeah. James is just one of those books that if you want to, if you want to get your toes stepped on a little bit Mm -hmm. and think about what does it look like to live out my faith practically. Right. I think James is one of those go-to books for that. So good. So friends, and that was all fun. And did y'all play games? What y'all do? Played games, had a good time. Um, They were given a game at Christmas time they hadn't played yet. And it's one of our favorites. And so it's a card game called Skull King. Skull King? Skull King. 
S K U L L. Yes. K I N G. Yes. Okay, not skulking. No, not skulking. Okay. So it, there's it's like pirates and mermaids and fa- number huh. cards and face cards and different. It's it's just a a, a game. You kind of bid on tricks and uh, they had gotten that for Christmas, hadn't played it yet, and we enjoy playing that game. So. We like got to teach them and nice. Yeah, they catch on quick. So yeah, euchre our with kids mermaids. Play, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit like that. Spades, hearts, <laughs> bridge, that all that. Kind uh, of stuff. Imagine you throw all that into a blender, and <laughs> this game is what would come out. Yeah. Fun. Well, yep. good. Glad yeah. y'all had fun. So yeah, we had a good time. Love to know more about your weekend this morning. 800-555-7898. Well, Kathy, appreciate your text this morning. You said, Don, you got a great husband. Ben <laughs> saying, hey, bring the kids on. Get those eighth grade boys in our house here. And he will take care of them as you went off to visit your mom. And you're right, Kathy. Ben is a good husband. But your trip to see mom, how was that? How'd it go? You know, I always enjoy seeing my mama as difficult as it is because of the days that she's in. And she, too, as much as she can't. Uh, remember things she also is like why why Jesus can I come home like I'm ready yeah. I want to be with you uh, and I hear her she every dementia situation is a little different and in in her world she counts so you'll okay. hear her saying numbers and and then I'll hear Jesus 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 12 13 14 Jesus <laughs> so and because I've been around dementia patients before, like my grandparents both had it. I, I, I need to get tested. There's just no doubt in my mind. However, I um, I know you just say the same story. If she asks you the same question, answer the same question. Sure. She writes everything down in a tablet. So she has this notebook going and she'll write the date. And this is the only way she can kind of go back and see. And even though it may be that she writes the same stories over and over, for instance, while I was there, she asked about the kids. She did remember at one time she could name all three of them. Okay. The next time she asked me, now you have two kids, three, three kids, and what are their names? So it's that kind of thing. Um, But at one point she said, now what do you do? Like, what is your job? And I said, well, I work in in radio and in your um you're uh, an, what do you do? And so I, yeah. I shared with her, we, we call it a host mom. And she says, do you have a helper? And I start laughing. <laughs> I start laughing. I said, yes, ma'am. I have a helper. <laughs> and she said, oh, that's good. Who's your helper? I said, his name is Steve. And I was like, there's no sense explaining to her because she won't grasp it. But I thought that was super it's sweet. It's cute. Yes. <laughs> but I I couldn't wait to tell you. Thanks for being my helper. I'm the little helper. <laughs> I, I think of, uh, oh, is it? I, I can't think of the comedian right now who talks about the uh, little driver. Yeah, uh, little and, helper and, yeah, in the yeah, car. It's you said driver. his name earlier. This was it morning. Tim Hawkins? Yeah, it's Hawkins. Okay. Yeah. He, he's the one that. Because Ben and I joke about that all the time. Because normally he's driving if we're going somewhere, yeah. and um, I'll help him. Yeah, and, and we make my a little big, jo- <laughs> big joke about it. However, he can be quite a helper in the car as well if I'm behind the wheel. So yes, we share that responsibility. Well, I'm glad to be your little helper this morning. <laughs> I told her. I said, "Yes, he's my helper." And and then something she asked me another question and I said, Well, mom, he's like six foot three, so I'm not sure we can call. She goes, Oh, wow, okay. 
And then, of course, we move on. And the next conversation was the same. But this time she didn't ask me about my helper. Oh, She no? just said, no, what do you do for and where do you live? And yeah. Okay. Now, the funny thing is, of all the people that she can and cannot remember, she remembers Ben May. Always, <laughs> always, always. And how's Ben? Uh, I always told one. her. Yeah, I, I told her. I said, Mom, you. It, it, when we first married, I said, I think you like him better than me. And she goes, well, he's an awfully good one. But you know, I love you. I said, I know, Mama, I know. But it just, it, it makes me smile every time that she still remembers me. Yes. She remembers that I have three children. And she remembers Ben. So, and, and beyond that, it, no. Yeah. We have nothing. Yeah. So it's a sweet time and it's a difficult time anytime I go. Yeah, I can only imagine. I remember when my mom was going through that with her parents mm-hmm. and you could see that, you know, it, it's tough. It's got to be hard to watch your parents walk that road and to remember who they were and Correct. to see them in this state and in, yes. in not being able to grasp and not being able to track and remember and all that. And just, uh, yeah, got to be... Very much an emotional roller coaster. Very, very well described. Yes, an yeah. emotional roller coaster. What about your weekend? 800-555-7898. Share with us what's been happening. Since it's Monday in just a, a little over an hour, we're going to talk about the Bible. If you've got a question that's come up, one you've been noodling over, get it in. 800-555-7898. We'll hang on to it. If you happen to not be able to be listening, you can listen through the Moody Radio app later. You can go to dawnandsteve.org. We'll get the audio posted, and you can still get up to speed on the question that you have. Dr. James Patrick stepping in for Dr. Michael Rydelnik today because Dr. R had to Go, I think he's conferencing or something. Is he? He He's speaking or something. That's why he couldn't be here. Uh, Okay, Sabrina, you said you went to see The Chosen. Was it chapter four, season four of The Um, Chosen? Season four, episodes one through three were in theaters over the weekend. Wow. And as I'm looking at uh, box office returns over the weekend, it seems to be that that might have been the number one thing that people went to go see in theaters over the weekend. Uh, the Beekeeper, Wonka, Migration, also uh, having showings that look, you know, pretty respectable compared to everything. But right now what I'm seeing, The Chosen, Season 4, Episodes 1 to 3 in first place. I was amused myself by listening to the titles of movies that are out now to see how many I've actually heard of. I've heard of The Chosen. Got okay. that going for me. And Wonka, I think I've seen uh, an ad for that. What was the other one? Beekeeper? Be- the Beekeeper and, and Migration. Oh, and is that the animated the, one? And it, with the birds okay. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Briggs said that was pretty good. I think they went and saw that, uh, or he and his son went and saw that not that long ago. Okay. Yeah, heard about the, the beekeeper. Um, from what I heard, I wouldn't recommend it, but I don't know. I've okay. not seen it myself. Uh, Wonka, I've not seen it, but Susie and the kids did, and they loved it. Did they? Oh, they, they loved it, yeah. I See, that's one I do want to see. I, yeah. Because I grew up on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, so I, I kind of like to see the different iterations of, of how they tell that story. And then how musical it was. Ooh. And that got them thinking, okay, what are some of the other kind of musical-type movies yes. that would be fun to watch? And so you, talking about The Greatest Showman before, yes. was one that got me thinking, okay, we need to check that out. So we didn't watch it this weekend, but we watched it last weekend. And? They loved it. Yes. Yeah. See, okay, we need to get your kids in musical theater. They would love it. You're welcome. It's kind of funny. We had this conversation driving home from church a little bit yesterday because there there are already starting to be some rumblings about VBS. 
Uh-huh. And there's a church last year where they went and they were involved in a, a musical theater camp. Yes. And my kids loved it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't held at our church, but one near our church. Uh, and they were part of it. Andrew had, well, both kids had pretty significant roles, but Andrew was one of the leads. And they'd never done that before. Absolutely loved it. Well, this year, those two things are happening at the same time. <gasps> our church is VBS and that no. church, other church's musical oh, theater camp. No. Happening at the same time. And yesterday as we're driving home from church, the, the kids overheard Susie and I talking mm-hmm. about that in the front seat. Right. Oh, no. And they're like, no, oh, musical theater. <laughs> we're not doing VBS at our church. We're, we're musical theater camp. It's a Christian musical uh, theater is. camp. It is. I year. know. I'm familiar with that one. That's, yeah. They do great, great, a great job. Yeah. And so it, it kind of cracked me up how quickly, no hesitation whatsoever. They're like, oh, yeah, we like VBS. And if there were separate weeks, we'd. Go to VBS. Oh, of course. No, we want to do this Christian musical theater camp. It's so fun. There's another one that's in town. If it's still going on, I need to find out. Same kind of thing. Okay. Like they're believers. They do a great job. They teach the kids great skills because I think one of them, if not both of them, it's a husband and wife team, uh, are at Middle Tennessee State University. Okay. And part of the theater department there. It, It is. It's just a wonderful yeah, especially while they're young. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. a sweet, sweet uh, thing to get them involved in. And it teaches you so many different skills when it comes to being in front of people, engaging with people, right. being able to talk to people. A little sense of presence, yes. not feel awkward on a stage yes. and be able to engage. Yeah. And one of the things that they, I, I love the fact that they have to do this. They're part of a homeschool co-op and every week they have to get up and they have to talk or present on mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first several weeks, they were pretty nervous to do that. And now they're like, yeah, talking in front of people, not a big deal. Part I'm of like, that classical that. model, yep. that classical model of uh, education. Because at the school that my kids have been part of, it's the classical model. And it's the same thing. They start in kindergarten. Yeah. So by the time they get to senior thesis, yes, you're a little bit more self-aware and you have some nerves for certain, but you've practiced this every year and theater will do the same thing in a a lot of ways. Yeah. So I am very happy that they are wanting to be a part of uh, the musical theater world. Um, As you said, when they're young, it's usually just a whole lot of fun and pretty innocent. Sometimes as you get a little older and the uh, subject matter gets a little more... (laughs) questionable you know it you're like i don't know that i want you necessarily in that world anymore but at that young age man they're having a good time with it and and you see them kind of just blossom you do and i have been convicted over these last several years the lord needs light in the arts right I mean, it was about a year ago you were yes. doing that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Those photos are starting to come up of when I you was in, and that was the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, it went. It took a couple months, but it finally grew out. But I would do it all over again to meet those folks and to be part of that and just to, yeah, because normally you would not get to to be, I don't know. It, you wouldn't be running in those circles normally. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. And they they would not invite me into that circle because we're different. And that's okay because having those conversations is priceless. Yeah. And I would not have gotten to have some of those conversations had I not. And that was the Lord's thing anyway. So we are light no matter where we go, I hope. Yeah. Well, we're glad that you're listening this morning. And if you want to join our conversation at any time, it's 800-555-7898.